Welcome to the Coach Bo Knows Podcast from the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisory Group Studios. You can check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at OAGKS.com. You can interact with the show on Facebook, Coach Bo Knows, on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Bo Knows Show, and you can email us at Show at gmail.com. This is episode 6.5, the .5 pod this week. We're going to do a little quick review of uh, uh, episode 6 back on Monday's drop. Uh, we're going to have a segment, Coach Bo's Rants, brought to you by Connor Advisory Group. And then we're going to have a fun segment, uh, myself, my, a couple of old friends, Henri Yule and Ellen Wingenter. We're going to talk about some old friends. Cameo was a big subject that we talked about for quite a while. I think you'll get a kick out of that. And then whatever sidebars we ramble into, really a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. That's what we're trying to do here on the Point Five on Fridays. Uh, I want to start today by saying thank you for all the feedback, especially these last couple of weeks. We've been getting a lot of feedback on the interviews. Uh, we had a great interview with Lamont Jackson on Monday, and uh, he's a great dude, and just an incredible story about never being too old to chase a dream, that you can work a career, and you can still chase a dream, and do it in a smart way, and I hope that came across, and I hope you guys enjoyed that, a lot of positive feedback. If you know someone who's kind of in those same lines that we've had, positivity, you know, helping others, I'd love to chat with them and have them on the show, so Feel free to recommend folks to us as well. You can always reach out and interact with the show. Coach Bo knows show at Gmail. If you got a suggestion, you don't want to throw it out there on social media, hey, just shoot me an email here. I'm definitely going to read it and get some information together. So a couple of great segments coming up. We'll see you here in a moment, and thank you. Coach Bo Rancer brought to you by the O'Connor Advisory Group. Summer's over. The end of the year is coming, and have you looked at your financial plan, your retirement plan? Do you have a plan? Do you need to get started? Go to OAGKS.com, click on the contact button, and reach out to us. I will personally contact you to set up a free personalized review and chat. We can do those in person, via Zoom, or on the phone. Don't be scared. Contact O'Connor Advisory Group. Let us be your financial partner. We got about three rants here. Three things I want to talk about here now. I'm going to talk about three kind of stories of the week in sports. Uh, the first one, I'm going to step back and admit that I was wrong about something. So one week ago on the Coach Bo rants, I said, and it's hard for me to say as a Boston Red Sox fan, that the Boston Red Sox were scared of the Yankees. Well, they weren't. Uh, if you watched this week, the one-game playoff on Tuesday, the Yankees played Boston in Fenway Park, and the Red Sox just dominated. Um, it was a close game until the end, but it really didn't ever feel like the Yankees were competitive. Uh, the Red Sox came out early. The two-run homer got them ahead early in the game by, by Xander Bogarts, and then uh, Nathan Ivaldi just took over, going six in the third, he did great, and the Yankees lose, and they are out. Never even get to have a home game in the playoffs this year. I wanted to bring that up because not only am I not a Yankee fan, but also 
Is there a more overrated franchise in sports today than the New York Yankees? The New York Yankees have been in the top five in, um, in salary for the last, each of the last 10 years. It has been since 2009, since the New York Yankees were in the World Series. Now, again, we talk a lot about, you know, baseball, there's kind of this opinion of, oh, the same teams win over and over. The Yankees, the Red Sox, you can include the Dodgers in that now. But it has now been 12 years since the New York Yankees were in the World Series, much less winning it. In that time period, I want to bring this up. 13 of 30 Major League Baseball teams have gone to the World Series. In those years, nine different teams have won the World Series, including the Kansas City Royals, the Washington Nationals, um, the St. Louis Cardinals. The Texas Rangers have been twice since the Yankees last went. It's ridiculous to think that the Yankees are anything but a bunch of overpaid, over underachievers. Um, I just can't believe this. They were the preseason favorites. Anywhere you looked in Major League Baseball, it was the Yankees and the Dodgers. And every expert, I mean, not every, but I would say a great majority of experts, certainly the Vegas odds, were the Yankees versus the Dodgers in the World Series. Now the preseason favorites eliminated after being the last wild card team. And again, a week ago I said, hey, I thought the Yankees were hot and that they were the Red Sox didn't really want to play them. The Red Sox showed they weren't scared and got ahead. I, I think as a as an outside observer, and again, I'm not New York based at all, but I think that this overstatement of how great that franchise is. I think it's time for the New York Yankees to clean house. I think that Aaron Boone is not a great manager. Uh, you know, he got caught up a couple years ago in arguing with an umpire, and, you know, my guys are savages in the box. Well, they weren't savages on Tuesday night, and they certainly haven't been savages all season. Uh, Brian Cashman, who has been given the biggest wallet to, to, to buy stuff with as the general manager of the Yankees, has done basically nothing. Uh, you look at their team uh, outside of Glimmer Torres, do they have a young player in that franchise? I guess Aaron Judge is one who you can say, this is a homegrown guy. It's always free agent, free agent, free agent. They just gave $325 million to Garrett Cole, and he lasted two innings in the wild card game. If that doesn't tell you they're doing something wrong, just relying on the big boss's money, that doesn't tell me that's what they are. Again, the most overrated franchise in sports today. You can, if you're a Yankee fan, you go, well, we have 27 World Series. Yeah, if you won one in this decade, 2009, think about the world was different 12 years ago. So, yeah. The other big story this week, Urban Meyer. Man, I warned people on this. I warned everybody. Anybody that would listen I warned you about Urban Meyer. This was not a good decision by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shad Khan does not know what he's doing as the owner of this team. He went and got a college coach who fakes a heart attack every couple of years when the NCAA was coming to get him and gets out ahead of the posse. This guy is just tone deaf. If you don't know what I'm talking about, here's what happened. The Jacksonville Jaguars played the Cincinnati Bengals last Thursday night uh, in Cincinnati. 
Now, if you don't know, Urban Meyer was previously the coach at Ohio State. And after the game, usually when the NFL team is done with their game, they go straight home, even on a Thursday night game. They don't wait till the next morning. The coaches don't go somewhere else. Everyone goes home. they got to start preparing for the next week because these coaches are going to be in there watching film and getting game plans ready, even on Friday and Saturday on their you know, extra couple of days. They're taking advantage of that. Those aren't days off for Major League Baseball or for NFL teams. That's not what Urban Meyer did. Urban Meyer decided that instead what he wanted to do was he wanted to hang out in Ohio for a day, at least for the night, and he goes to a bar that he owns in, I believe it was Dublin, Ohio, where a viral video and some viral pictures were on Twitter of, let's just say, a young lady who decided that she wanted to dance maybe on him or with him. And this is right after a game. Just something that's just... Again, just tone deaf. And, again, this, this information gets out. Of course, we know Urban Meyer is a married man. At the same time, I find it's funny, his wife is on Twitter tweeting about sweet corn while his, well, poor thing, her husband is off in a bar with someone who looks like he's about half her age, even maybe younger than that. So, again, I, this is just being totally, totally deaf to the situation. And then he goes and apologizes to the ownership to the team, this is something that if he had done nothing, if he had just said, you know what, I made a mistake, I was goofing off, I shouldn't have done this, I think he apologized for the wrong thing. He apologized for, you know, there being a video. What he should have apologized for is not going home with his team. See, that's a college coach mentality. Many times, a college coach won't go back with their team on a Saturday after a game because they're going on the road to recruit. Something that a college coach frequently has to do. But that was something that Urban Meyer wasn't thinking about. There is no recruiting in the NFL. He just decided, hey, I'm home. I'm going to stay an extra night. I might as well go out and have a good time at my bar. Again, it just shows me that the guy doesn't have a real good tenor and tone for what he's doing as the head coach. And this isn't the first thing. This goes back to the day he was hired. When he tried to put his first staff together in Jacksonville, one of his first hires was a strength and conditioning coach named Chris Doyle. Chris Doyle, for those of you that don't know, was fired at the University of Iowa because of some racist issues he was put on administrative leave when a number of players said that they were being uh, treated uh, differently by Coach Doyle um, because of their race. And what we've come to find out, he was let, let go. Urban Meyer wants to bring this guy in. Again, someone with those kind of issues in a league that is dominated by African-American players, that's just ridiculous. It was kind of the first, to me it was the first signal of Urban Meyer has no clue what he's doing. The second one was the Tim Tebow fiasco. I mean, who thought that was a good idea? Raise your hand. If you have your hand raised, well, you're an idiot. Because literally nobody in any sports media, anything in football, anybody thought this was a good idea. Go get a player who's never played tight end, who's only played quarterback, and we're going to make him a tight end. Oh, by the way, he hasn't played football in the NFL in seven years. This was Urban Meyer trying to give someone he liked a job. If he wanted to hire Tim Tebow as a coach, I totally would have gotten that. 
If he wanted to bring in Tim Tebow because he thought that Tim Tebow would bring a certain amount of, whether it's cachet or um, some sort of culture to the program. Again, I get that. But again, you're just not thinking when you think that you're going to bring him in. What does it tell the rest of your players? Tells your players that, oh, as long as coach likes you, you might have an opportunity to be here. That's again, that's being a college coach, not an NFL coach. And then the Thursday night game, you know, he doesn't return with the team, gets caught in this video thing. And this could have been swept under the rug. It didn't look like he did anything inappropriate. There, I don't, we didn't see any touching, we didn't see anything like that. It was just a poor judgment. But it's another piece in a line of poor judgment down the road. This guy has clearly bit off more than he can chew to go to the NFL. And it tells me there's two different kind of coaches, the NFL coach and the college football coach. You know, we've only seen a very few college coaches come to the NFL and be successful. The last one was Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll was someone who was in the NFL before that. Uh, probably the most successful in the last, you know, 25, 30 years was Jimmy Johnson. Someone who really, when he ran a program at University of Miami, they really were kind of a pro program. So I, I think of it this way. An NFL coach is about building culture in a team, but you're building culture with men. It's the game day is important. The preparation for each game day is important. The offseason is important. It's important to understand these players, their families, their beliefs, and all these things. A college coach is a whole different animal. A college head coach in football is the face of the brand. He's the one that dictates culture because he's dealing with younger players. He's dealing with 18 to 22-year-old players. You're dictating that. You see a commercial for Ohio State's playing Michigan. They're not really talking about the player. They're talking about the coaches. Whether that's a, you know, a, a Urban Meyer when he was at Ohio State, Jim Harbaugh now, Nick Saban in Alabama. There's nobody bigger than the coach at the college level. That's just not how it is in the NFL. Tell me, there's, I mean, really the only one I can think of is Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick just has the rings that he can impose his will. But again, he's always dealt with it as, these are men, and I'm going to treat them like men. Urban Meyer has been an absolute joke. He's an absolute fraud, and I think it speaks highly to the lack of, uh, of depth of what Urban Meyer understands. It clearly was a paycheck grab because no college is taking him right now. And it speaks to the, the Khan family, the owners of the franchise, that they really don't have a clue at what they're doing. Shad Khan bought that team 10, 11 years ago. He's been in the playoffs one time. He, gets, he has Trevor Lawrence drop in his lap, and he goes and gets Urban Meyer. I mean, this is an underwhelming situation there altogether. So there's my rant on Urban Meyer. Last one here. This is going to be a little controversial. Kyrie Irving. Now, if you don't know, Kyrie Irving has decided that he is not getting the COVID vaccine. Now, Kyrie Irving is playing for the New Jersey Nets. There is a rule. I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets. My bad. The Brooklyn Nets. There is a rule. If you are in, and this happened with Andrew Wiggins in Golden State, uh, the New York, New York City and San Francisco have said, hey, if you are in 
our city and you're at a large event, you must be vaccinated. 82-game season, the Brooklyn Nets will play 41 of them at home, and as of right now, they'll play 41 of those games without Kyrie Irving. He'll also play any games against the New York Knicks. He won't play in those games because same deal applies. And any games against the Golden State Warriors, same deal applies in San Francisco. We saw this with Andrew Wiggins, and Andrew Wiggins backed off this past week, got the COVID vaccine, decided he wasn't gonna, didn't want to be a distraction for his team. Um, I was reading earlier in the week, Howard Bryant from The Athletic had a great, uh, he had a great tweet and some information. He said that he got a, a text from, quote, a prominent NBAer. Just text me saying that Kyrie Irving is a contrarian, this quote, contrarian without a cause. Uh, what a great quote. I think this shows kind of the idea. Look, you have all the right in the world to not get the COVID vaccine. You do. You have every right to not get it. I'm not saying you can't do it, but I am saying that if you don't do it, there should be consequences. If your employer says you must get it, the Brooklyn Nets, you have to get it to play those games. The Brooklyn Nets should cut Kyrie Irving, and they should cut him for costs, if you might, in, my, in my view. They should, they should absolutely sue him and get out of his contract. Um, the way I look at it is if you're not getting the vaccine, that's fine. But stand fully behind this. What he's trying to do right now is play partial seasons. He's trying to say, well, I can't come to practice and I can't go to these games in Brooklyn or this game in, these games in New York, but I'll meet you in Houston. I'll meet you in Memphis. I'll meet you in L.A. I have zero problem with standing up for your beliefs. Zero problem. But if you're going to stand up for your beliefs, stand up all the way. Say, I'm not playing the season. I'm not playing the season until this is all completed or until these rules are changed. You know, a, a generation ago, Muhammad Ali was banned from boxing because he stood in the opposition and would not take induction of the U.S. Army. It was a very controversial move, something that even up to his death, certain people held against him. But damn it, he stood for what he believed in. It doesn't mean you have to agree with it. And I will say, in Kyrie Irving's situation, I don't agree with it. But I do believe you have the right. And if you have the right, that's fine. But stand tall all the way. Don't stand halfway in. Don't stand partially in. Stand tall. Don't be wishy-washy. And I'm not saying not just to see a bad teammate, but he's hurting the cause. He's hurting his cause of being an anti-vaxxer. Or if it's the anti-COVID vax, he's hurting that cause by not going all in. Either go in all in, put yourself out there, or get with the program and what your employers told you to do. Are there consequences? Yes, there's consequences both ways. But if you're going to stand for something, have courage and stand all the way or none of the way. That's my rant on Kyrie Irving. Hope you guys got that. I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to come back here in a moment. I've got a, uh, uh, some fun stuff going on with uh, Henri Yule, Ellen Wingenter. Hey, this next part is not safe for work. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different stuff. There's going to be some F-bombs. There's going to be some stuff going on. Have fun. Enjoy. And again, be careful if you're listening at work. Thank you. See you. Be back on the flip side here.
Hey, welcome everybody. We've got a couple of my great old friends here. We're going to have some fun today. Uh, Ellen Wingenser, who you've heard on the podcast before. She was on a couple weeks ago with me. We did a great in-depth interview. Ellen, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from that, by the way. I, one of our favorite, it's actually our second most downloaded program was the one of you and me. And you flipped the script on me and started interviewing me halfway through. But oh, cool. Second best download we've had so far is our interview with you. And so thank you for coming back on. And uh, if you follow us, we talked a little bit about on the Point Five Pod. We talked a little bit about our fantasy football league. Ellen's in our league. We talked to her name. Her name. We didn't choose the name. Ellen chose the name. The token girl. She's currently sitting in last place after a crushing defeat to the coach Bo. So, yep, Coach Bo is now sitting in second place behind. I cannot believe Uncle Rico is in first place and undefeated. And I knew that shit was coming too. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Yay. But we're also joining hey, the sunshine's on a dog's ass every once in a while. Yeah, he's 4-0, though. I don't think it's a dog's ass. But uh, anyway, the voice you just heard is my boy, my, my main man, my toucan Sam, my dude, Henri Yule. Thank you, Rodney. I've been trying to get you on here for three weeks now, brother. So I'm so happy to have you on. We are just going to have a good time today. We're going to talk a little bit about football, if that. But we got a little side thing. We're going to talk about Cameo here in a little bit. And we'll get to that. But we were just kind of chit-chatting, just three old friends. And we're all in three different places doing this on Zoom. And we're going to record this, get it out to you guys this week. And hope you enjoy this. Have some fun with it. That's what this is all about. So, um, hey, we were just talking about hair. So, um, the, the two of them are giving me shit. Now, we've all been friends for 20-plus years. You two have been friends for how long? How long have you two known each other? Well, I moved to fifth grade. in fifth grade. Okay. So fifth grade. that was 87. Mm. And so wow. Ree and I have been down since then. He's okay. he's had my back. Yeah. So I came along later than everybody else in this conversation. I moved to where these fools were from in 91. So, I mean, we got 30 years, the three of us. Yeah. Two of you got there five to that. So, <laughs> some of you listeners who are like 25 and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you end up being friends for that long. No matter where you go, too. If you're a good friend, you stay friends. For real. So, but they were giving me some shit. Um, you get a little older, you get a little long in the tooth. Um, I'm getting more gray hair. I'm beginning to have more gray hair than brown hair now. And, and Ellen made a nice, sweet comment about how it's looking good. Actually, Reese said something about it, too. And then we got off in this whole thing about the difference between men and women and getting haircuts and everything else. And we're not going to go back because it's just too, it's just too <laughs> good. But, hey, Ellen, do you There was a mention of a Floby. I, I do not use a Floby. There is no <laughs> Floby at the O'Connor household. There is not one. You can look through the whole damn house and you ain't going to find a Floby. So damn you. <laughs> you. Never mind. I'm just not, move move along. <laughs> you can get a little defensive on the Floby. Just because I'm a white guy with hair parted <laughs> one way does not mean I use a Floby. You know, I mean that shit works for George Clooney, but for Coach Bo, it doesn't. It's how that shit goes. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, Ellen, you've got the uh, Instagram account. Do we want to give that out, the uh, Ellie's Bedhead? Or how, how do you want, you want to give it out? Sure. Uh, I mean, you just threw it out there. So Ellie's Bedhead is uh, a curated 
Instagram account of what I look like when I wake up in the morning and I can have some really amazing head and you can see all the various colors that I've chosen for my hair and um, the links and the fact that at this current point, I can't seem to grow my hair any longer. So What's the handle? What's the what's the Instagram handle for that? Ellie's oh. Bedhead. Ellie's Bedhead. Okay. So E L L I E S B E D H E A D. All right. So yeah. So if you're on there, hey, check that out. And then also, by all means, how have I been missing this? Um, jump on in, Re. Yeah. It's I've had some good content the last couple of weeks. Yeah. After a very long dry period, which yeah. speaks to many other things, but you know. And Ellie, while you're on there, uh, yeah, you're Ellie, free to get in, the, get in the DMs, whatever you need, you know? I mean, she's single. She's ready to mingle. Go for it, guys. I mean. There you go. She's she's an attractive woman. I mean, you know. <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, I'm telling hey, you, man. You all do a lot worse in our life. Yes, Andre. You throw that in the chat there. I'm having some spelling problems. Oh, Lord have mercy. Good Lord. <laughs> hey, hey. My, my, old man, my old man tendencies are just coming out. They're just shining today. I, I for, for full disclosure, so in a couple of weeks, I'll be attending a football game with Henri. We're going to the Notre Dame USC game in a couple of weeks, and we're gonna be together the whole weekend. Yeah, fight on. Yep, yep. So everybody here is USC. That's right. Everybody here is USC, which is great. So we're going to the game, and I just don't know. I'm I'm scared almost of what's gonna happen for three or four days in Chicago with, with my boy. i I don't know. You guys will have a great time. We will. Oh, we will. Absolutely. It was really interesting. Somebody's going to the merge room. Yeah. But being out there for the Chicago Marathon three years ago now, um, my sister-in-law ran it, and there was a Notre Dame game over that weekend, and there was a lot of people who were staying in the city and just taking the train out to yeah. South Bend. Yeah. So I think it'll be awesome. I wish I could join you. We would love to have you. I mean, we can still make it. What? One some day, year, kiddo. Some year. One day. Be able to do it. Hey, I haven't been able to go for all these years because either I was coaching or my kiddo was playing. And then last year was COVID. So I'm just happy to be able to get to go. I tell you what I am doing, though. We do the COCE, as we call it, you know, with Ree and his and everything for Chris, mm-hmm. and Andre's brother. But when we, we're going to do something next year. I'm going to start something. We're going to pick a college football game. And whoever wants to come can come. And we're going to go hit all the different home game stuff. This is what I'm hoping for is that someone decides. So I'm going to start in 2022. Like the Chiefs and the Buffs game lines up like it did several years ago. Yeah. Well, as an LSU guy and a Saints fan, what I do every year when the Saints schedule comes out, I automatically put Saints and LSU schedules together. Hmm. It usually only lines up two or three times. and. We, we've been able to pull it off a couple of times and it's fun to do, but either if you can't, even if you can't get the NFL game in, I think we're going to do the college game where I'm making a list already. Like, and I'm taking suggestions, but I know we're going to do, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to do LSU, but we're going to do like, we're going to do Alabama once we're going to do Georgia once. Um, I'm even going to do Tennessee. Uh, USC is a must. Um, Notre Dame. We are already going to go. We're already kind of doing Notre Dame already. But uh, Michigan, the big house, is one we have to do. Ohio State, we have to do. 
So I'm going to get, you know, each year we're going to figure out what's that one game and go and get a group. And whoever Aren't you, wants to but it, it, doesn't that seed play LSU 2024? Yes. And that game is in Las Vegas. The Ooh. game's not on camera. I mean, I'm going die. to that game. I'm going to that. We're going to die. But the problem, the thing about this deal, this is going to be going to the college campus because the whole thing is about going to the game at that home field. You want to go to the big house. Right. You want to go to Ohio State. You right. want to go to, go to Alabama and the LSU and those things. That's what we're going to try to do on that. You really want to walk by a cemetery on your way to a football game. But look, I just want to go to the games. I just haven't been able to go to a few of these places. I'm just saying, that's what you're going to do at Alabama. Yeah. Look, it, the Alabama game will have to be versus LSU. Because then when we right. win, when we, the good team, the good Tigers win, I can just talk trash and just get belligerent while I'm there. I would, if we went to there, I would have to get myself uh, a, a houndstooth hat. Oh, yes. One, because I, I think I would look good in it. You, you would, actually. I, I see that actually, I say that as like there's something to come that was coming after one, and I'm just gonna leave it at one. Yeah. No, I I'm think I'd look sitting, good. I'm sitting here wondering if hat. I could get ex in laws tickets. Yeah, I mean that's I'd I'd love to go there. I I just will not participate in any of that you know role whatever stuff. I just cannot do that. Oh, the, the LSU God. person does not allow me to do that. I. I love that coach, man. I love Coach Saban. I would give anything. I would give my child up for Coach Saban to come back to LSU. <laughs> but I mean, he's so not, crazy. He's you would give you would give, give a child away. I'm giving a 19 year old away. So. You would give Peyton up for for 2000 copy of 2001 Madden and a box of Cheetos, bag <laughs> of Cheetos. On I, some I'm, days. At the, I'm at the point right now where I'm ready to go. I'm kind of half ass ready to give Coach Ozeron to USC. <laughs> yeah, I, I might be in that camp. Let's just say I'm another lost, another loss in the SEC this year, not to Alabama. Well, I'll be fully on oh. in the camp of let him go ahead and go if he wants to go. Well, I mean, he's gonna go. I do think he's taking that job, by the way. He won't, yeah, he's job? He's getting he won't last. He won't last. I think he, I, I think he wanted that job a few years ago. And I think he knows the writings on the wall in Baton Rouge. That's fine, but him not being ingrained in the system beyond being an assistant coach for some period of time is yeah. going to be an issue. Yeah. For whatever reason, USC has fucked up their athletic department for so long, staying in the family, yes. Duke or Carolina or whomever, yeah. that. They're stuck. Yeah, but who's the candidate in the program right now? That's the thing. They have to go outside now. And their best options are going to be, you know, Mario Cristobal from Oregon. If they can talk Chris Peterson out of retirement, which I don't think they can, they're going to try that. And it's going to come down to where they're going to be sitting there with Ed Ogeron or a, some kind of a retread from the NFL. And they're going to realize that Coach O is a better recruiter. And I'm going to hold all my opinions on this. He'll want the job when he when he loses in their game other than the Alabama. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still pissed we lost to Auburn. I, I watched that game. I was just 
angry that we lost to Auburn. I, I know he doesn't have Joe Burrow out there, but that's that's no excuse at this point. So sorry, I'm gonna get off my my mind. <laughs> I like Coach O too. I paid a lot of money to go to that championship game. I'm glad I did too. It was great. All right. So, but it was fun. Not everybody gets to have a championship. We got one. So, yeah. Yeah. I still wish I would have gone to that Rose Bowl back in, um, God, it would have been 96, the USC Northwestern game. You know what's, what's funny is a couple of years ago, I remember Rhea and I having the conversation though. You were like, you were telling me because you know I'm a I'm an LSU guy and I'm a and I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan because my dad being from Boston, and you know the Red Sox won all these World Series in the last ten years and I remember Reed one day was telling me, dude, I wish one of my teams would win something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Royals won the For World real? Series, and now the Chiefs won a Super Bowl, and now you got Mahomes. But it was they really complain, y'all. It was such a long drought though. I mean, yes. it was a long drought, guys. It's going to be like, a real long drought for the Royals, too. I mean, I thought it was I, – I was almost too old to enjoy it. <laughs> Did you go to the parade when the Royals won? Yeah. See, I, I watched it online. I was going to go. I had to coach a game that night. It was a Thursday, yeah, and um, I had to take my team down to Wichita to play a game. And all my players uh, just so- bummed out. I was like, I got in the locker room. We were literally in the locker room pregame, and I told all my players, I was like, look, I know you're bummed out. You wish you were at the parade. But the only thing we can do now is just whip the shit out of this team. <laughs> because if you come all the way down here and you lose, you're really going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. We Man, to we I'll tell you, we unless you like know somebody, unless you know somebody down there, where they have that parade is just – Thunderdome, man, it's it's a mess. It's, I mean, like I, we we called ourselves. We're gonna be we're gonna be smart. We're gonna cut through. We'll cut through the West End, and the West End was like, eh, eh, you gotta go back that way. And we just walked in. It was just like a sea of humanity, just like packed in. Yeah, trying to see nobody could see. So we, like, literally, we were at the parade for maybe. 10 minutes before we were like, F this, we got to get bounce over to Oak Street, walk down Oak Street. We watched the rest of it from the brick bar. Like, <laughs> we watched it from this, from this dive bar on the TV. We're blocks away from it. We're watching it on TV, drinking beer. And I was like, you know, we could have just done this from Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it would have been cheaper. We wouldn't have had to take this, take a, and like an $80 Uber to get down there because it was like on a super surge. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, – uh, that was that was a trip, man. But, yeah. yeah, I was glad I went down there. And then for the Chiefs parade, I had, I had freaking cold, so Allie wouldn't let me go to the parade. Oh. And she was like, you ain't getting, you ain't getting pneumonia. And I wasn't <laughs> mad at her, for real. Like, I mean, it was like two degrees. It was like snowing and like 10 degrees that day. Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember that. People were like, I'm going to go. Yeah, I was like, I ain't going. It, it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can but, watch this shit on TV. You, I'm not even a right, but the, right. The white people was cool. She was cool. And she was like, hey, we can go watch and celebrate with the folks down at Kelly's. So we oh, just nice. walked down to Kelly's and we watched, we watched, 
watched that's it there. And hell, there was still like a hundred people in Kelly's that day. Yeah, so that's, that's on like a Tuesday at eleven. So what are you gonna do? It was still a fun time. The old, the old Kelly's Westport in. That's awesome. That place oh, is one of my favorite places yeah. in the city. I do love that place. All I'm right. telling you what, man. I I could do I could do about I could do 15 minutes on being 45 and living in Midtown. You know. I, I I couldn't do it now. I Oh no, I think we could do a live remote if we coordinated it correctly. Yeah. Well, we don't have to worry about it being there in a Chiefs parade this year because clearly they're not going <laughs> to well this year. If we're going to a parade all right. this year, why you guys start already? If we're going to go to a parade this year, it's either going to be in L.A. or Buffalo. No, there's a lot of football left to play. You can't be calling that on game four. Well, I, I picked the Rams preseason, so I can call that. If you anointed, if you, yeah, the Rams are legit, especially now they got Stafford. But I'll tell you right now. Like, if you anointed teams on week four, I think the Chiefs would already have, like, eight rings in the last, like, 20 years, though. Yeah, you're going to pull a Denny Green and, you know, <laughs> crown the ass. Uh, no, I it, think it would be like the Royals him. peaking just before the All-Star break and then tanking directly thereafter. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, we know. All right, why are you going to bring up bullshit? No, I'm just saying, I am a Cubs fan from birth. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, and I, I lived that life as a Red Sox fan until well about 04, and we've been better ever since. So, hey, hey congrats right. on, on beating the Yankees last night. Hey, man, night. I couldn't sleep last night, I was so happy. We're recording this on <laughs> Wednesday night, and Tuesday night, I literally I watched the game, I was nervous. I told, I told the wife, told the kid, oh, we were watching them before the game. I said, All right, we have to score five runs. And we have to be ahead in the game quickly. And when we went three, they went three up, three down in the first. I was like, all right, we're going to get two in the first. We're going to get two. when Bogarts hit the home run. I was like, I feel a little better. I'm not going to feel good to work five runs. And in the eighth, we scored runs five and six. I was like, okay, I can breathe because the Red Sox can win when they score five runs. They can't if they don't score five runs. Don't believe me, just watch the playoffs. If they score five runs, they win the game. If they score four or less, they lose. Plain and simple. So I just want to beat the Rays now. But it was fun to beat the Yankees. And if you're a Yankee fan, hey, congratulations. You can buy all your 2021 uh, playoff gear on clearance now. You saved a bunch of money. And you didn't have to wait that long. So, you know. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's 50 to 75% off right now, right? Yeah, I mean, right now you get on a fanatics.com. I'll bet it's 50% off on that sweatshirt that Boone was wearing in the dugout yesterday. So, hey, man, if you're a Yankee fan, God bless you. Go ahead and get your gear. You're going to get a huge discount today. You know, we'll wait in a couple I made my first Fanatics purchase the other day. I got, I'd I got never damn, bought anything off that site. I got the damn credit Boy. card. <laughs> Go! It's such a pain in the ass. So I did it before the Chiefs Super Bowl for both Nicholas and I. Mm. And the delays. I was clutch. In delivery. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Does everyone have a youth Mahomes jersey that they need to buy? Apparently, the number one selling jersey in America is Mahomes' youth size. It, it was wild. And now Nicholas is. 
he's nearly grown out of it and he did it he wore it yesterday for his first day of flag football tryouts mm-hmm. and was just like i'm gonna channel this it's yeah. like cool yeah. we learned we See, learned that was, lesson quickly when we were peyton was young we didn't buy jerseys it, we bought the player t-shirt so much right. cheaper they grow out of them fast they get to a size you can cut sleeves off make it like a workout shirt oh um, that's, good that's the cheat code once they get okay. to like middle school high school yeah there's your cheat appreciate code. that You're welcome. yeah so yeah even is even the big rib back it is all right no, wait for wait one second. I'm just gonna tell you guys. Mm-hmm. Arby's has their own version of the McRib. You say Arby's? Is it is it yeah. is it meat? It looks pretty legit. Product? I've never mm-hmm. eaten a McRib, so I don't know. I, You've never eaten a McRib? No. So no. I've had a McRib. No pickles, no onions for me. But I haven't had one in years, and I mean, we live in Kansas City. I mean, there's no reason to eat barbecue if it's not barbecue. It's the McRib. I, I get it, and I know the rules of the McRib. You know, McDonald's buys McDonald's puts out the McRib every time pork prices go way down. That's when they purchase a whole bunch, and boom, it's McRib time. I'm willing to eat that before I'm willing to eat an Arby's McRib. I I gotta Arby's think about McRib looks pretty good. Arby's food Arby's food looks good. It just doesn't taste good. That's why they got those goddamn sauces. Teach his own. Teach his own. This this is what I'll say because I don't have a a, a good scope. My ex-husband decided that part of our contract to get married was for me to eat a Big Mac because until I was in my mid-30s, I never had a Big Mac. So I'd be willing to... At that point, you just don't, you don't try, you don't try it. Because it doesn't excite me. I don't do Big Macs either because I don't like Thousand Island dressing and I don't like lots of bread. So this, this was my thing, right? I'm I'll do the double quarter pounder though. No, no, I'm fine with that, but I would also ask for it plain because I'm an anti-condiment person, except for maybe pickles. Okay. So this may be new knowledge for my dear friends. Okay. Anti-condiment? Yes. I, I can't have a hamburger without mustard. Oh no, I, I would rather just have cheese. Oh mustard. I gotta have mustard on mine. No. Uh, you know, I, I I do have one other friend that's like I can't I, like no no condiments. Sorry, sorry, yeah, man. No. We just went on the segue. Yeah, no, I get a hot dog and I don't put anything on it. Oh, mustard all the way. Yeah, I, I, I know this is earth shattering. I'm sorry. Dog, no, I've heard nothing weirder. on it. I, yes, I've been told that I have a wet mouth, so I can handle. Keep it PG thirteen. No, you go all the way on. Come on, with him, baby. This Come is this is the point five. Hey, we, we can say whatever we want on here. It says E for explicit language. <laughs> Tell the story. Come on. Come on. No, it, it was just it was determined. I, was I have a wet mouth. That's what it, we need to have. And it's not even from people who would have experienced it. It is simply an observation that given my lack of condiments. 
Okay. If I can take down bread and other dry substances in the way that I can without issue, I can take down other things too. Yeah, okay. Whew. And you're single somehow. All right. I am. It, guys, Ellie's bedhead on Instagram. Yeah. Sneak, sneak into the DMs now before you are too late. <laughs> Guys, I, she's, she's cute. She's smart. I'm telling you, you're not going to find a better catch. So, yeah. Hey, I'm, Ellen, I'm you're, not, you're not going to find a better catch. I, you know? I, I mean, so, hey, you so about I, I appreciate help. I You've really never do. had a Big Mac, is that right? No, I did. Okay. Because until he was like, we can't get engaged until you have a Big Mac. So you guys both know my younger brother, Barry. Yes. Barry's never eaten a hot dog. What? Barry's never had a hot dog. I'm, okay. Side note, what? my mom referred to Barry as the pimp until the date she died. Yeah, well, he is. He but yeah, so right. like, well, the reason is, is that when we were kids, Barry liked hamburgers. I liked hot dogs. And Barry just never ate a hot, he never ate a hot dog. He wouldn't be like his big brother. That's what I'm assuming. Oh, I can never, very much To this day, he's him. never had a hot dog. I mean, but but Barry eats a lot is pepperoni pizza. Like, he can eat love pizza that. every day. Yes. And I love pizza. I mean, look at me. I can eat. There's a lot so of many pizza. stunning revelations on the yeah. Bono's podcast today. But he he he'll eat pizza every day. So Free, Gary, if you're listening, I love you. But yeah, he's never had a hot dog. That's the strangest I've ever heard. Is an American man who's never had a hot dog. I now feel like I have to text Ree's brother Brian and be like, "Dump the secrets. Tell me everything." <laughs> You know, and us older brothers have those. We know that the, we know yes. where the bodies are buried. Ryan and I have that relationship. Just so you know, Ree. I do think, and Ree, I look, and Ree, you're one of my best buds of all time. But every time I'm around your brother, he cracks me up constantly. He just has this smooth way that it's just everything's funny to me. I don't know why that is. He's got Even that, when he's, he's not got trying that to be funny, funny. funny. What's that? Yes, he's got that sneaky funny. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, snip that. No, no. No, no. no. That's uh, what I'm saying. Snip not it. talking about that. We'll, we'll snip that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hey, we got I got something I want to talk about. It. I got something I want to talk about. We'll right. change subject here. Okay, are we going so, to cameos now? We're going to talk about cameo. <laughs> so who, okay, first question is, so I had you two. I talked to you guys with text message a couple of days ago, and I talked about, I said, I want to talk about cameo for a minute, because this has been the hustle for famous people. We got to the pandemic. People could, you know, actors, comedians, athletes, they couldn't work as much and they got on Cameo. Reed, do you now know what Cameo is? I now know what Cameo is. So hold on. And it's hold ridiculous. on. Reed, did you not know what Cameo was before this was proffered when as it, a topic? Reed, tell no. us when you learned what Cameo was. Y yesterday. <gasps> yesterday i was just so, choked on my beer on that yeah, are you serious i mean yeah. i knew it almost spit my beer out <laughs> how many man, guys i'm I, yeah. I, I only have so much bandwidth 
for okay. silliness. Okay. And that is, I'm so I I I hopped on I hopped on briefly today. I got it on the phone and I'm looking at it, and I was wondering if the band Cameo is actually on Cameo. Oh, I didn't think of that. Did you look that up? That's what I'm looking up. I love this idea, by the way, because Cameo being on Cameo is epic and lovely. Uh, no, there is not. The, the group Cameo is not on Cameo. Oh, there is the group Cameo, Cameo is not on Cameo. There is Cameo Mom. There is Cameo Max. But no, there is no the group Cameo. And if you are not our age and you don't know who the hell Cameo is, the, the song Word Up is all you have to know. That's Cameo. Word Up. So oh, my okay. favorite song. It's this like came big day. in the pandemic. Cameo became big in the pandemic. Answer came to that in middle school, I think. Okay, so if you don't know what Cameo Jesus. is, help me out. Make sure I'm explaining this better. You go onto their site. You see the celebrity. You say, "Hey, I want this person to send a message to a friend, a relative, myself, whomever." You pay a fee. They record a video. They send it to you. Now, Ellen, have you ever had anybody, have you ever bought a cameo? No, I have not. But my son, who is almost 12, had done some research in an effort to get me either a Christmas or birthday present for a cameo. Okay. Okay. And... It was going to be office related. It was what? Office related, as okay. in the show The Office. Yep. Okay. And he soon figured out that his price point wasn't available. <laughs> so, <laughs> to Ree's point, I today in my leisurely work day went online and was looking at some of these price points for some of these people. Yes. And I am flabbergasted why I can't be making hundreds of thousands of dollars saying, hello, happy birthday. This is your Hanukkah. Yeah. Congratulations. Goodbye. We just need to become famous for a few minutes. Apparently on Cameo, if you're famous for a few minutes, you can sell your shit on Cameo and make a bunch of money. Now, it's funny funny you say The Office, because I was searching through this earlier today with a little research, and The Office is its own category on Cameo. Now, I did read a story. This is um, uh, Brian Baumgartner, who who was on Cameo. He was in The Office. Otherwise known as Kevin. Kevin. See, I don't watch The Office. I, I watch a little bit of it, but I don't know it really well. He made a million dollars in 2020 on cameos. He charges $195 for a cameo. Now, my research, I went and checked. As I understand, depending on the person and how many you have, you it's a sliding scale, but about 30% of the money goes to cameo. The person gets 70%. If you have a certain number, you go up to 80, up to 80, and Cameo gets 20%. Uh, that's the way I was explained to me. 
So I'm looking at this and I looked at the office thing caught me because I, I read that story and I was like, I don't know which one that is. I went and looked and I was like, he's not the person I would have asked for, for the people. No, but his voice is so iconic okay. throughout the course of the office. It's flat, deadpan. He's is that seen, the big guy? Yes. He's seen as kind okay. of office doofus. Yes. Many people know him as just kind of bumbling or the chilly guy or the guy that Holly was kind of directed to because yeah. he was special needs. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And he did a podcast, a deep dive on the office that's on Spotify and you hear his actual voice and he actually changed his intonation that his voice on the office is some level of note higher okay. than the way that he appears to normally speak, which totally caught me off guard when I listened to that podcast. And I was like, wow, he's a deep tenor there. Whereas his character was kind of just half pitch higher. And you're just like, wow. So, yeah. I mean, so interesting story. He is a really good golfer. Yes. And he loves yeah. gambling. This is, hey, oh, this oh. guy fit in with us great. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I kind of want to hang. Golf. He likes to kinda gamble. Hang. If he can drink, <laughs> he'll be great on the golf course with us. <laughs> can I still do the spider thing if I'm one-legged i guess i would just have to switch my range we'll let you yeah you'll be all right if you need your surgery you'll be fine acl we can tell you we're help. what's going on here we have to we got we have to we may have to do a gofundme for your for your acl surgery hey uh reed do you remember when we when we uh did chris's after well you weren't on the on our team no he wasn't so you didn't see it no yeah i i no. did the whole spider pose yeah Yes. It was pretty outstanding. Pretty good. Oh, well, you're going to have to, you're going to have to wait until you get done with rehab to do that again there, champ. Yeah. Well, I'm trying, uh, that's why I'm trying to think through Okay. which leg is for, but anyways. anyways we're going to get, we're going to hear about that. Cameo. Yeah. All right. So back to cameo here. Cameo. All right. So Ree, you looked at this for the first time. Uh, you've never obviously bought a cameo for somebody. I, I is that right? No. Okay. I have bought no. three cameos for my son. Why? During for the pandemic, birthday, you know, Christmas birthday. I... Once was a cheer me up. They were all Who were they? So uh, we did we two wrestlers, Peyton Lowe's wrestling. Okay. We did Kurt Angle, who was really good. Uh, he was $100. It's fine. I was like, $100, right. I can do that. Uh, one was Mark Henry, the wrestler. He was oh. incredible. He was like 75 bucks, I think it was, and was great. And then they had a sale. We did that for his birthday. And then they had a, like a special, like Cameo had some kind of like half off special. And Steve Smith, the football player, he got for oh, half yeah, off. Yeah. Oh. He was great too. They were all three great. All three were great. So okay, he, so let can you talk us through the process? Yes, of- I'll tell you all about it. Find one. Yes. So you go on the site, you click on the person you want. You then record either a recording 
or you type what you want them to say. So I put, hey, to Peyton, this is his birthday. Would you give him a shout out? Uh, when Mark Henry did his, it was a kind of a cheer him up thing. And so Mark Henry hit him with, hey, I know you're struggling. COVID's got us all down. Pep up. Here you go, bud. You got this. That kind of thing. It was incredible. I highly recommend Mark Henry. Um, but it was, you know, cheap enough. I was like, I'll try it. I was happy with all three of them. I got Barry one, too. I got Barry Chris Zorich for, for Christmas last year. Who's that? Nice. Chris Zorich, the Notre Dame football player in the 80s. Oh, yeah. okay. Very okay. huge Notre Dame he fan. He played for the Bears for 10 yeah. years. Like, yeah. yeah. So Chris Zorich, like, he's like one the of those. Chicago was story. Special, was one of those special deals. I got it, you know. So I see where it's a cool idea as a gift for somebody. I can't see buying one for yourself. That's kind of freaky. That I don't know, man. I, I'll give you an example. So, like, so, okay, I'm a Saints fan. I would not buy one from Drew Brees. No, but if you needed, like, a pump-up in just before a big client meeting, That's very something true. like that. Yeah, but he, but here's the problem also. Do you realize how much Drew Brees costs? Um, I have to think that he's above three hundred. Seven hundred dollars. That man. Well, here's my question. If you Ice have, Cube is less than that, is it? No, 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 no. Ice Cube. It's on my list here. Ice Cube is seven hundred and fifty dollars. He's one of the most expensive on there. So again, love That's Ice what Cube. I was going. But. If you're but buying you can get free. Uncle Luke for a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, you can get it for free. You just got to go to a Miami strip club. <laughs> but uh, so my thinking is like most of these are gifts to people, which is a cool idea. Yes. But who spends $750? If you give me a gift for $750, let's say it was Drew Brees. You know, I'm a Saints fan, I'm a big Drew Brees fan. And you spend seven hundred dollars for Drew Brees to shout me out. I would you be wouldn't... a little bit pissed off at you because I'd be like, "Hey, why don't you just buy me a present <laughs> for a couple oh. hundred bucks and send some beer my way right. and tell me that Drew Brees signed something?" I, I... And and it would be a tacit announcement that you're not giving gifts ever again. Yes, that's a really well put. Yeah, this is the last present I am ever buying for you. Our friendship's not over, but my gift's for you, definitely. <laughs> this, is, this gift is good for the next 15 years. Yes. Prorated. So, and let's just hope that you see the end of this to get the next one. All right. So I, list, I, I made a little list here. I know we're most of us are sports fans here. So I kind of went on the sports fan, but then I did some other people. I don't know who these reality star people are. I don't watch reality TV, so I have yeah. no clue who most of the people are. But I went ahead and I went into like people that I thought the three of us would know. <laughs> we all, we've all watched Seinfeld, right? Yes. The Soup Nazi. 100 bucks. Again, uh, not too bad. So just like no soup for you over no and soup over for you. again? Whatever he's going to say, hey, Ellen, you know, blah, 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 no soup for you. 100 bucks. Um, good gig for him. It is a good gig for him, yeah. Um, Brian Bosworth, the Boz, football yeah. player, 150 bucks. If you got a friend who's no you fan, that's a pretty good deal. Does he actually mm-hmm. have um, the 
mental capability to understand what's going on Maybe. between the concussions and the steroids. I'm well, I think the Dr. Pepper commercial show he's somewhat with it. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate um, that. Again, if you if you if you're partnering up with somebody, you're doing these. This makes sense. Dikembe mm-hmm. Mutombo. How can you do a cameo with the finger oh. wag? Oh, it would be awesome. That would be one. It would be, be in there. Not today. So I think that's something that should be pointed out that it's not only audio, it's visual. It is, vid- I, yes. You get a I video. I don't think we've and, pointed that out. Now, yeah, you get a video, and it's usually about a minute long, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little less. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo, 150 bucks. That's yeah. a great trash talking one. You know, you go for your buddies, you're playing golf, one of you just kill one of them. The other three of you chip in 50 bucks each. You use the can name a tumbo. They're going, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Full on. So I think Reed just like pissed himself. He's like, that's the funny <laughs> shit. I'm like, I might buy that for myself. He a little punch drunk, but Larry Holmes, former boxing heavyweight champion, 75 bucks. Again, no. it'd be a good way to threaten somebody at least. Yeah, but what does he have yeah. to offer? That's true. I get it. I get it. Okay, we're going to get us some expensive ones now. David Ortiz. I'm a Red Sox fan. David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Ellen, you want to venture a guess on Big Poppy? My guess would be 550. Three? I'm going to go 800. $750. This cameo showdown. No, I've seen one higher. We're going to get to that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the most expensive, I did search it by most expensive. There's a couple at a thousand. And there's okay. one more, there's one higher than that. Okay. Um, Brett Favre. Everyone likes Brett Favre except for me. So. I mean, is it a dick pic? What's going on here? Well, that what is this cameo? But the rest of us don't need bread farms. No, I don't. I don't. Guys, do not send unsolicited dick pics to Ellie, Ellie's bedhead on Instagram. To any woman. Yeah. No unsolicited dick pics. How about this? How about this? Just a blanket rule. Keep your dick off your phone. That's a good idea. Good point. Unless you're sending it at Ellie's bedhead. No. Unless you're sitting there to at Ellie's bedhead. No. On Instagram. No. Because you know what? If these pics end up in my DMs, you're getting them. Hey, no, I'm good. I'm good. You're getting the dicks that I'm going to get if I get them. No. I see that. No, we're good. I'm just trying to believe you. I'm seeing some. B, I'm seeing some things here. There's one that yeah, is over a thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. That you might not know of. Snoop. Well, yeah, so Snoop, I couldn't find the price of because he's currently not taking his Snoop's twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred bucks. Caitlyn Jenner is twenty five hundred dollars. That was the one I was going to bring up later. Any, any of the Jenners? Yeah. Any of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Can fuck off. That was the one I was going to bring up. Was Caitlyn Jenner is twenty five hundred dollars. Snoop is interesting for the simple fact that given that KU's late night was last week with Run DMC, mm-hmm. and two right. years prior it was Snoop. 
with stripper poles and money guns. Uh, you know, that's his class. We can't make it. We can't right say anything negative about KU basketball. Coach Quarterbaum was on this show last week. It's no, our highest downloaded, highest downloaded program. Thank you, Coach. She's Cooper. representing. She's got her KU, is, KU yes. hoodie on. It's all good. Hey, you so know what? Here's a couple Coach I would Q, probably Coach like. Coach such a good guy. He's almost got me converted, okay? KU is dude, he's my, That is my dude. If you haven't listened to that pod yet, so dude, download it. He's, he's freaking phenomenal. I it, love Coach Q. It really was good. And Thank that you. was the thing that – um, frankly, when we moved from Wisconsin to Kansas in 87 during the dream team, kind of Danny and the Miracles run that my mom and I mm-hmm. collessed around and my mom and till the day she passed away was a diehard KU fan mm-hmm. and that was our thing. But I yeah. watched many, many KU game with March. Yes. Because she was so great to watch games with while she was mm-hmm. smoking and drinking beer. <laughs> no judgment. All right. A couple more cameos I'll talk about real quick. John Daly, the golfer. Oh, only if he's wearing it. no, only if he's wearing good pants. You say no if, pants? He is. No good. Oh, good pants. He, as in outrageous. Yeah. Like he has to have right. what's the amount of money that, you that's would part, pay that's for part John of the- Daly? How much would you pay for John Daly? Maybe 150 bucks. Three? 750, and it's got a 24 hour guarantee. Yep, 750 for John Daly, and it's 24 hours guaranteed, which means that he's going to record half those at a Hooters in Augusta, Georgia. Henry, it's very unfair that you're actually. I think he's probably converted. Doing this, I think he's probably converted to Twin Peaks at this point. What? It's it's unfair that what. That you're looking at this while Bo's asking the questions, yeah, and I'm not. You're cheating. You didn't say I couldn't have my phone in my hand. Okay. I, so here's one you that I thought, if I was going to get one for Re, here's who I would get for Re. Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, yeah, I saw that today. Bucks. Yeah. Yes, 250 I would jump in oh, with other thanks. people to get that for somebody. Yes. That would, That's I'd not what I would buy I on saw, my own. I couldn't buy two fifty on my. I own. saw Jim Brown, Mike Ditka, and Jerome Bettis, mm. and I was like, if I could, if I could just put together like a montage, like a cameo montage, I might go that route. Yeah. Or mix it up with a Mr. T, Uncle Luke, George Foreman. Man, you're just spending thousands on thousands of dollars. We, we might have a problem here, Ellen. You might be jumping on Cameo and spending money. I'm saying, dude, you shouldn't have showed me this. I uh, want to know. I might just have some Cameos just so I can just be like, somebody said something stupid. Just have, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> how much is it for a Charles Barkley? How much is it for a Charles Barkley Cameo? Hey, man, that- can, you, can you at least get me one for Christmas this year? Would be great. <laughs> Hey, my birthday's the day after Christmas. It's like a combined gift. No, no combo Jim Brown gift. would be my – if I could pick one, Jim Brown's a good one. Because he, he's the only dude I could be like, if he tells me I'm a bad dude, I would believe it. Right. I think it is, with Ree's birthday in early December as it is, yeah. 
and you can't just do a box of Cheez-Its anymore like I used to do every single year. You know, you know. You so with the birthday Christmas thing, do we team up and pretend yeah. that we're going to do a cameo for hey. you? All I know is you need to get you all the what? listeners from the Coach Bono's podcast to to thank me for putting this podcast out by getting me a Jim Brown cameo. But it's got to be a good Jim, Jim. Brown I've cameo. Seen, I've seen some of the previews and not very good. So maybe Hold go up. to Snoop. If I can't have Jim Brown, Snoop. Oh, Snoop. Snoop. Snoop, Snoop. Snoop's the ultimate spokesman. He can sell anything. Yes. He's going to be selling, like, like, what is that? Like, American Pin Life Insurance. And he's going to be doing and the making reverse that shit mortgages. Like, cool. Yes. So right. I right. Yeah. So where you're going with that? I love that, Ellen. The Max Flow commercials and shit. When, when we're at Social Security age in our 60s and 70s, in our late 60s, early 70s, we're you know like right now. If you're watching, I see this all the time. If you're watching these Social Security disability or um, those the Medicare the Medicare supplement uh, commercials right yes. now, they're Jimmy Walker. And Joe Namath, yep. when we're in our 60s, we're in our mid-40s now, it's going to be Snoop. Or it's going to be him playing the Wilford Brimley diabetes. Diabetes. I wish I could do a Snoop impression right now. <laughs> I could do and a few, but I can't do that. Diabetes. <laughs> And if like, you choose to, like, like you know, play, you know, you, I, you can't do Snoop. Look up the Wilfred Brimley <laughs> diabetes uh, cut tape. It's amazing. Yeah. A couple more here I want to talk about. Um, here's one that I would do if I wanted to tell somebody to fuck off Gilbert Godfrey. No, he's out of it at this point. I would send Gilbert Godfrey is $175. I know a half a dozen people. That I'm thinking about it just to tell fuck off to. I would use Gilbert Godfrey for that. I think he's too so. Can far you use those as many times as you want? You can buy a one each time, I suppose. But can you no, capture meant, like, it and resend it? Yes, they text yeah. it to you. But like when you do it, like so for instance, we had it done for Peyton. They mentioned Peyton by name. So if you do it and you say it's for you know kind of an fu. You know, to Johnny, well, he's gonna say, "Hey, Johnny, you know, Gilbert Godfrey's gonna be like, ah, Johnny, go fuck yourself." You know, that wasn't bad. Uh, it felt good. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight before you go on. I could get a Mr. T using one of like calling Jeff a sucker, yeah, and just use that for like all time. Yeah, you can just text to Jeff whenever you want to remind him. But is it just to Jeff? But it would just be, so you get it. Or to everyone. You ginger motherfucker. And then like all time. Yes, you have it. It's yours. Oh, that kind of worth the the $3.99. Yeah, but you can't can't change the name. So if you get it for Jeff. Make it generic then. Then you have to make it But it's just going to be for Jeff the whole time, forever. Yeah. Mr. T, every time I beat Jeff in golf, boom. <laughs> That's Cat. where I would go with it. Yes. 
That's why every time, every time the Chiefs beat the Eagles, <laughs> boom, Mr. Chiefs. Every time, every time Ben Simmons does something stupid on the golf course, on, on the basketball court, Mr. T. What Ben we, Simmons won't be with the Sixers? So. No, he won't. Oh, the other yeah. one I think Dang, would be good. Sorry. I almost got this. Edit one. that out. And edit what out? Ben Simmons. Nothing. Uh, ben Simmons man, you know, Ben Simmons thing though, you know, I'm kind of heartbroken on whole, how bad he's been in the NBA because he's an LSU guy. He's not oh, yeah. any worse than what they expected. Yes, he's but not. he's learned to shoot the fucking basket. How can you be a basketball player? I know how to shoot basketball. He's not an LSU guy. He, he is, is a money guy. Well, yeah. We pay players, everyone pays players. Because so, before NIL, I mean, he he wasn't an LSU guy. He took LSU. advantage of the situation to jump because he had to do something. Well, there's a reason he went to LSU. He went to LSU because like his father's friend was an assistant coach there. Exactly. And well, you know, at one point, he wasn't ever going to have to face competition. No, no. And understand what he was as a player. Yeah, and my understanding was he didn't attend a single class in the second semester no, of college. No, you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to. As he knew soon he was as you free. get passing grades first yeah. semester, you don't have to. Yeah. Paul Pierce it, did the same thing at KU. Yeah, we get to talk a little trash at LSU, though, because at one point on the campus at LSU a few years oh. ago, we had Ben Simmons, Leonard Fournette, and Alex Bregman. So you had three guys who were legitimately like the best at their position in their league. Dude, the fact that your coach is on tape trying to bribe people. Don't judge Shouts. Will Wade. Hey, hey, not judge Will. There'll be no judgment of Will Wade on the Coach Bo Knows podcast. Shouts. <laughs> Master P is new on Cameo. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just wanted to let you know that, Bo. That's the Christmas Master present P. for Coach Bo right there. Oh, and it's not too Master P. Y'all get a, y'all get a group together and let yeah two ninety nine two three hundred bucks y'all get like five three hundred bucks you, fifty bucks a person you get six of you boom you got right there that's, that's my birthday and Christmas present goodness have a right. shout out have a shout out read what all right last Ron couple White I got here to call right. you tater salad here here's my last couple on here. All right, so we said Brett Favre, right? Hey, this is a good one for you, E. Yeah. You watch Shark Tank? Mm, no. I love Shark Tank. I love Barbara Corcoran on Shark Tank. She's my favorite of all the sharks. Who? I saw her face, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Oh, she's, she's the best. All the sharks is my favorite. Barbara Corcoran, $600. She can't even buy an outfit for $600. Bucks. That's how much she charges. No. Yeah. No. But that's a little too much. Yeah. How how is her, how is she compared to Cuban? Um, I think she's better on the show, but Cuban's got just more respect because he's Cuban. I mean, I like Mark Cuban a lot. I have a lot of respect for Mark Cuban, but I also kind of know where it came from. In his case, he got really lucky in the beginning, but he's made he shrewd moves to since. get lucky. Yeah, he's made shrewd moves since then. Barbara Corcoran is a really mm-hmm. person who's really built her own career. And so I have a lot of respect for Barbara Corp. She's my of the shark. She's my favorite. Okay, um, so I like I like all of them except for one. I like there's one I don't like, but the rest of them I do like. 
Yeah, I just can't really speak to Shark Tank and to her. So I just kind of be like, like Shark Tank. I think you'd like that one. I don't know because I think the way that it's edited, I would have issues in the way that the story is told. Yeah. Because it is told for how the reviewers decide, not for how it's presented. Yeah, and go ahead. And and that's my guess. I have not watched a single episode, so I don't know. What I've seen is that they tend to treat the presenters, for the most part, with a lot of respect, unless someone just absolutely calls someone a clown, and usually it's Cuban who calls somebody a clown. Right. Right. So it's like Like you kind of have to be a jerk. Yeah. The, the jerk on there is Mark Cuban and then uh, Mr. Wonderful, whatever his, I can't remember his name now. But they all do things differently. The one that's horrible when he's on there is when Alex Rodriguez is on there. Oh, God. I just want to choke him. If I ever get a chance, I'm going to hit, I'm going to nutshot him if I ever see him in person. I, I, I thought Foxworthy was good. Him. I didn't see the one Jeff Foxworthy was on. Yeah, I, I thought Jeff Foxworthy was good. You know you've done really well with uh, that uh, jokes where you can go on Shark Tank. All right, Ray, Bruce, what are you researching? I, I see you focusing I was looking there. at Ron Ron White yeah. is 200 bucks okay. on okay. there. I'm like, I could just get that and then put it on my alarm clock and it just <laughs> says, it's going to be a good morning, Tater. It's going to be a good morning. It's going to be a good day, Tater. Get out of bed. You could. That would be solid. And then, and then with another one for when I come home, and I was drinking in a bar, yeah. and then you threw me yeah. in public. Like, See that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, here's and- why I just, I just searched Ron White for a second here, and there's another Ron on here that I think is perfect for Ellen. Ron Jeremy is on here. Oh, God. No, he's in jail now, so no. Is he? Uh, send, he send him a he, link to the Ellie's bedhead. Yeah, no. No. He, he's he been indicted on multiple sexual assault cases. Oh, I did not so, know this. Yeah, oh, really? Did not know that. He is fully oh, done. Sure. So he's, he's on. So, it, did, it did say temporarily unavailable. Yeah, because he's basically... In he's jail, going he's going away. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. The last yeah, two was, I had on here. I got serious. This is a real special, special episode. Okay. Don't be a dick. Don't send your dick to other people <laughs> unless they ask <laughs> yes. for it. Yeah. Please, guys. Don't this is like a real special. No, it's a real special episode of. This is like the real special episode of Different Strokes when uh, he, right? he was smoking. Yeah, yeah, it was a real special episode. Straight up, Sorry. ask people if they want what you would choose to send them. Flat out. Yeah. Let's go on to at Ellie's Bedhead on Instagram. Bedhead at Instagram. Don't send dick pics to Ellie's Bedhead. All right, all right. Last couple you're just going to get a bunch of respectful questions. Yeah, you try to send <laughs> dick pics, question mark. Hey, hey, send chocolates, send candies, send beer. That'll help. Would, would you like a six pack? Yes, I would. Yeah, there you go. Let her choose. Grizzly de- delivers here. There you go. 
All right. So last couple I got on here, and you, and you guys know where I'm think I'm I'm going when you hear these. So there's a couple of people. There's a guy who's grabbing all the cash that he can grab, and that is the former president's lawyer, Rudolph Giuliani. $325. Now, Ew. I would pay $325 if and only if he would admit ah. in the cameo that he lied. Does he have to say whatever you want him to say? No, they can they can deny the request. Oh, they do right. refund you in that case. So yeah, three. This guy. This is so this is where the, the the whole idea of talking about cameo kind of came out was that clearly this is a cash grab before somebody gets indicted. He, here, here's my thing. If he had his Four Seasons hairstyle dripping down his head and. He said, I am not a crook, a la, you know, Nixon. Yeah. I'd be there for that. I, I think that we could get him to send unsolicited dick pics to Ellie's bed. No, God. Did you see Borat too? I haven't seen it, but I've seen enough of it. To, to I, I, I don't he, have to watch it. He thought that he was whipping it out for some yeah. like 15 year old. So, yeah, no, I right. don't. I don't. All right, last one. This is this is you know someone who's kind of half-ass canceled now. So, but I think I think he's gonna dodge it. My man, this is the guy I'm a fan of, been a fan of for years. The Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Read him, look it up. How why, much is Rick why Flair? Why is he canceled? He besides just um, being like there a was a, a show called Dark Side of the Ring. It just came out recently about the plane mm-hmm. ride from hell, where he sexually assaulted a woman he basically had a stewardess made a stewardess touch his little nature if you will so okay. oh. yeah it's heartbreaking wrestling fans saw it. it's a show it's on vice dark side of the ring it's really really good right it's unsurprising oh my, my guess with that it happened in the late 80s 90s it was actually in the two early 2000s the plan ride Ooh. from hell it's a good story it's a the WWE was on tour in Europe, and at the end of their European tour, they had a uh, 757 airplane to put all the wrestlers on. They're going to bring them back to go tape their Monday Night Raw show, and they sat on a tarmac somewhere in England for eight hours before the eight-hour flight home. There was unlimited alcohol. They had to bring three different carts of alcohol for these guys. Wow. And by the middle of the flight, Ric Flair was running around, supposedly running around the, the, the plane in just his nature boy robe and nothing else. Okay. And at one point he had some sort of relations, if you will, with a uh, stewardess in the back of the plane where he was trying to get her to grab his little nature, if you will, and put it in her hand. Now, there was a lawsuit, and they sold it out of court, and it didn't come back up until this show that came out like a month ago. Interesting. Unsurprising, yeah. so, but not so, interesting. Not no, no, no. Is the whole episode on the plane ride from hell, or yes. is it on Ric Flair? It's just on the plane ride wow. from hell. And they make it, they, no one comes off good in this thing. No, and they probably shouldn't. No. They talk about a lot of stuff on there. Like, no one comes off even the wrestlers they interviewed for it, and Ric Flair was not interviewed for it, the wrestlers they interviewed, they didn't come off good. 
you know, right. I so I did not watch wrestling growing up. Um, I did not start watching wrestling until you had a kid. No, it was before that. So my ex-husband oh. was a huge yeah. fan yeah. of WWE, yeah. and so I got got drawn into it during the Cena Apex. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he was like Cena before he is movie Cena. Yeah. And I so thought I you got, took a deep breath there. You were like well, John Cena I mean, and looked away and took a deep breath. I know what that is. <laughs> you know, wrestling is very much like Days of Our Lives, which I grew up on, and pretty you much. can jump in and out of for years at a time. 100%. And, and you totally understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I came to understand Ric Flair and know his backstory for the people who had grown up with him and Hulk Hogan and everybody else that at their tail ends, I was just kind of seeing that at that point. To have a woo with the kind of flair of his robe would be a lot of fun yeah however i also know that there have been concerns about his mental capacity so yeah. it would still be fun but yeah. he's still mm-hmm. kind of like I, I have met rick flair on a couple of occasions and he's always been great to me now it doesn't excuse other behavior I'm not going to excuse that kind of behavior it just isn't what it is um it just I'm not going to make that excuse for that kind of behavior. Different time, different place. He was kind of that playboy, 1980s, 1990s, early 1990s kind of guy. It was a different time mm-hmm. and era. The planner from hell was much longer, much after that. And you know, but um, you know, he's somebody. I get what you're going, where you're going there, and it's like, yeah, I mean, the to have those personalized, woo, you know, that's you know, I, I'm lucky enough that I'm an honorary four horse because. He made me one. So, oh, man, yeah. look at you. Yeah, I'm an that horse. would be good. I am an honorary force. Yeah, only Rick Flair can do that. Did it for me. So, nah, there Rick you Flair go. Nice work. Five hundred bucks. I'm a big Rick Flair fan, but I would not pay five hundred bucks. No, no, hell no. Right, I couldn't do hell it. No. I, I would be mad no. if my friends chipped in for that. That'd be too much. Right. I'd be like, y'all spent too much money on that. Bree, what are your thoughts around? Ric Flair. Man, great wrestler, great entertainer. You know, hey, all those dudes were goons back in the day. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't think any of the, I don't think, I think everyone's got a story. Everybody, every one of those guys has got a story in their back pocket that does not make them look very good. Um, From a being uh, where they objectified or took advantage of a situation with uh, with uh, a young woman. Uh, so, I mean, it's just like, kind of like Bo said, it's a different time, different place. Yeah. You know, I hope, I hope we're all getting better for it, you know, yeah. at this point. I see, but also at the same time, I probably would if I had just like the money to burn I just rip Flair just to say woo, and then like a message, just because I just think about it as 
like something like buying a nice pair of expensive shoes that you're going to have forever. It's like you can rationalize that, especially now that it's not like an exploding message. Like you can have that message for like 24 hours. Yes. You've got it for life. Dude, you could dip into that well for a while on some phones. To have Rick Flair be like, Henry, you are the limousine riding. Get flying. To have him do the whole spiel. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh huh. That's a lot of money. I mean, like I know, but for ever, <laughs> you gotta know, you kind of like you kind of have to like break that down like your your thirty year mortgage. <laughs> you know, you you gotta advertise you, it. You, you gotta advertise that shit exactly. Uh, you guys, oh, guys, like how long will this be relevant? I think this will be relevant for the next five years. And I really think that there will be suitable t- at least ten suitable times per year I can use this shit. Agreed. I like that. I like the job. So Rick Flair, five hundred bucks amortized over five years is pretty <laughs> darn good deal. <laughs> well, then why don't you get some people together? I could use one. Yeah. You're like uh, okay. So you can so convince on our, me. I'm based good. On our, and that's why based you're doing your job earlier. Here. Based on our earlier conversation, Snoop Dogg at $1,200, since he's going to be relevant well into our 60s, is a yes. steal at $1,200. Yes. Fair point. And That's a good point. feel free to drop this ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. I, I would. <laughs> oh, now we, we've got to do that. <laughs> 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 Ree, we're gonna have to make some phone calls. Ree, we're making phone calls tomorrow, buddy. All day. No one's getting a call back from me tomorrow. I'm busy calling, calling all of those on Facebook. Hey, here's my idea $50 donation. Send it to my Venmo. Here we go. <laughs> oh Hilarious. Hey, we're going to go off cameo for a minute. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. That's what I was hoping for. Have some fun with that. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing because the, the fact that Ellen was hate shit but all the tricks, it's still the fact that I hate be, when you invited us on, you didn't think we were going to talk about amateurization today, did you? No. Amateurization got pulled up in the middle of a cameo. Ree, that's why I will say you're one of the best salespeople I ever met in my life. Because you just well, you found a way to make it viable for someone to spend 500 bucks on a Ric Flair cameo. <laughs> this guy can sell fucking ice to an Eskimo. I'm telling you. And it make it make sense. That's awesome. How many times can I use that? I, shit. I'd find some reasons. All right. <laughs> Well, I can only imagine what Tyler is going to be doing post edit stuff with this. Yeah, I'm just going to tell him to let it roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we can do on the point five pod. We don't do this on Mondays. It's on Fridays. I know. If, you're not, if you're not ready for this on Fridays, just skip to the Monday podcast. We'll inspire you. All that good stuff. But Fridays are about having fun. It's the beginning of the weekend. We'll, we'll inspire you. Yeah, money will inspire you. On Friday, we'll find a reason to show you to get drunk and have a good time. Uh, the E hey, isn't only there so, for Ellen, but for explicit. Explicit, that's right. Right. I do I do have to bounce off, though, guys. All right. Well, hey, Reed, thank I you got, for joining us. I got, 
I got to bounce. But, hey, I love you guys, man. Thanks for having me. I want to do this again. This was totally this was real fun. Uh, fun love you. And I yeah, love you, too. So, love you guys. I'll talk to you all, too. Andre, thank you so much. But I'll see you, I, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah, you will. All right, I'll see you soon. We might have to do the we might have to do the podcast live from Chicago. I've been Think about thinking it. about a way to get away with some of that. We're I've, I'm gonna yes, figure yes, something yes. out to do something remote from Chicago. We're gonna figure something out. Just bear with me. Maybe honey. like an excerpt. Maybe like an excerpt. We, but, we, all right. we may we may all do right. some documentation as we go. We'll talk more about it. All right, cool. Holler. Thanks. Love you, bad. All right, bye. Take care. Does he know oh, to hang up his phone? Too? I don't know. That'd be a good question. So, <laughs> the, no, he did. He, he got did. it. Yay! <laughs> oh God. Well, hey, we've had a good time. E. Let's you and I say bye, and we'll end this here. I think it's a good point to just kind of say good night. And uh, absolutely, we'll go ahead and put it away. And that way, we don't have to talk any trash. We've already done enough of that. Thank you for coming on. I had a great time. I'm sorry that I beat you so bad in fantasy football this past week. It wasn't that bad. You know, I thought we were going to be close till about 2.30 in the afternoon. But, you yeah. know, my man Joe Fucking Burrow. Tom you know, Brady. It's Tom Brady. You know, that's the trap. You got trapped in the Tom Brady. You got trapped and he's a good-looking man and everything else. And, you know, Brady's not good a fantasy player. If you'd like me to help you get you out of the last place, I can help you. We'll I'm flipping you the bird currently right now. I'm doing an Eli Manning. Yeah. Should people choose to have we, a visual? We love Eli. So, yeah. All right. Hey, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you real soon. Thanks Sounds a lot. great. Hey, huge thanks to Ellen Wingenter and Henri Yule, a couple of old friends. And thank you for joining me. We hope you got as much fun listening to that as we did. We did taping it. It was a lot of fun and just kind of all over the place. So I appreciate hanging in there with us as well. That was a long one, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, want to give thanks to them. Hey, want to give you a preview coming up on Monday, episode seven. We're going to have a great interview. I'm sitting down with Kyle Devlin who is the owner and the coach at Better Self Nutrition. And uh, Kyle is someone I've known for a while now, and he's really great at helping, especially men with some healthy habits and those sort of things. He's going to talk about his new program that he's in the middle of called From Dread to Shred. Actually, I'm participating in this, and I'm super excited, and it's really been helpful to have a group of people working together. You're going to learn a lot more about that on Monday. So join us then. On the 7.0 as we interview Kyle and talk about what he's doing there at uh, Better Self Nutrition. Uh, huge thanks to, again, everybody who's come on this week. Thanks to Tyler Jones and everyone at Studio Soapbox for all the stuff you do behind the scenes. We couldn't do this without you. Thank you, sir. Uh, most importantly, thank you to you, the listener. Don't forget, rate us, review us. Look, every review helps us. Every rating. Take one second. Click the box. Give us five stars. We really do appreciate it. And it does help us quite a bit to get those ratings and reviews. So if you've got a moment, hey, I couldn't be more appreciative. Even just listening is great. But if you can do that, from my bottom of my heart, I'd be grateful. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate each and every five-star review. 
Until next time, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. Finally, you do something, something for yourself and be kind to someone else as well. Make sure you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks a lot.